Hello, I'm Mustafa Al-Rawi, Assistant Editor-in-Chief at The National in Abu Dhabi. In this special episode, marking 20 years since the attacks on the World Trade Center in New York City, we'll be in conversation with Sean Murphy, the charge d'affaires at the U.S. Embassy in the UAE capital. We'll be talking about the impact of that deadly day, the consequences for the region, as well as our own personal thoughts on how the consequences of it have impacted our lives and our careers. Sean Murphy, thanks for joining us today. Mustafa, it's a great uh, it's a great pleasure for me to be uh, with you uh, today. Thank you for this opportunity to interact with you and your uh, many listeners. Of course, Sean, um, as well as a seasoned diplomat, you're obviously American, and and it would be good to get your thoughts um, about this somber uh, anniversary, uh, twenty years on, but, but very much resonating in people's minds. Uh, sure, uh, Mustafa. I think, uh, um, like many of uh, my fellow uh, Americans of uh, of this generation, of my generation, uh, 9-11 um, is one of those events, um, perhaps the, the only event that we, or the, the one that's most uh, vivid in our memories. It's, it's an event where we can uh, remember very much uh, where we were, um, what we were doing um, when uh, when we first got news of the of the attacks, um, I was in uh, I was in Mexico, um, working at one of our consulates in the north of uh, of that country, and uh, the, with the uh, with the time difference between uh, New York and uh, Mexico, where I was. Um, I was able to uh, watch uh, as I was watching the news, getting ready for work. Um, I was able to see those uh, the initial reports of the impact of the first plane um, in the uh, in the twin towers. And you know, uh, I think uh, like many people, uh, when seeing um, that uh, first impact, I was reminded uh, that there was actually a precedent for that. There had been a, there had been an accident in the 1950s in New York with a airliner uh, impacting a skyscraper in the fog. Um, But of course, uh, when we subsequently saw the uh, second impact, um, of course, everyone knew that that, uh, this wasn't an accident. And I think everyone kind of intuitively recognized that something uh, monumental and historic had happened. It's very true. Um, I remember from my own event of of that day. I mean, I was I was a journalist, a very young journalist starting out, um, and I remember leaving um, the newsroom uh, after a, a night shift and uh, getting on the tube in London. Um, and and I always think of you know the world as being two different places before I took that tube journey and after because when I got home soon after and turned on the television and saw the first. Uh, tower of the World Trade Center, you know, on fire. And like everybody else, it was what's happened, what kind of accident has happened. But there was no, even though there were already people discussing about an impact, discussing about a plane, there was this sense of it was it was an awful mistake. And then as you quite rightly recall, when the second plane hit, that we began to to, to realize to move on from, I don't know if it was a state of denial or a state of shock, that 
as you said, this was really, really significant. And perhaps we're witnessing something that would change the way we lived and, and subsequently proved it did. Um, and, and, you know, you were, you, I, I guess it must have been a flurry of activity for you that day working at the embassy in, in, in Mexico. Yes, uh, Mustafa, it was a very, very um, challenging, uh, challenging uh, uh, day at, you know, so, so many uh, levels. Um, we had, uh, we had hundreds of uh, people, Mexicans inside our, uh, our facility um, who had come to apply for visas that day. Um, of course, as the news uh, developed during the course of the day, um, and we got a better sense of what uh, was going on, um, we uh, suspended operations. I recall very well um, going out uh, in, that, uh, in that waiting room and uh, explaining the situation uh, to people. Um, we, had, uh, we already had uh, um, news crews outside our uh, consulate, and I uh, briefly, uh, briefly spoke uh, with them. Um, it was a, uh, it was a truly a, a extraordinary, and the and the the impacts on us were felt immediately. This was in a city that is on the uh, that is on the border with the United States, uh, right across from uh, the state of Arizona, and of course immediately the border was shut down, and uh, that had a huge consequence on life, uh, life for all of us in, in a very uh, um, kind of immediate way in my own family. My, uh, my wife um, is a, a doctor and she would, was practicing at a hospital on the U.S. side of the border. And uh, on the, the morning of 9-11, uh, um, she, as usual, she was able to get from our house in Mexico to her office in the United States in uh, 20 minutes, including the border crossing. Um, well, she was unable to get to work for several days after that. And when the border did um, finally open again, um, her 15 or money, or 15 or 20 minute uh, commute became a two hour commute for the next several weeks. So everything, uh, everything changed. Yeah, the prospect of, of a terror attack um, became, you know, a daily feature of, of life, not just air travel. I think everybody, um, even if they were too young um, to remember, now they the security processes uh, at airports is, you know, the, the kind of a result of, of, of what happened that day. But for you, immediately you saw that. And, and I wonder because, you know, there was a lot of, uncertainty as to who was behind the attacks. We now know, of course, it was Al-Qaeda headed by Osama bin Laden. We know that the 19 hijackers of, of the planes, um, two into the World Trade Center, one into the Pentagon, and one that crashed in a field in Pennsylvania. And we know that the 19 hijackers um, were all Arabs, and they were all Arabs in their sort of 20s, if you like. And I remember that I was an Arab in my 20s, in London at the time, and I and I felt a sense of paranoia, and I also felt other people's paranoia. But your experience on the other side, as being an American, um, and being, I guess, being put on notice 
that you were a target and and more so being an American official I know probably that was always a factor in your day-to-day work but did it did it become something more pronounced well uh, Mustafa in the immediate aftermath of the attack um, uh, you know not surprisingly the uh, Mexican government put uh, uh, 24 seven, uh, police, uh, p- police protection on, uh, on my home and on the homes of, of other staff that we had living in, in Mexico. Um, and, uh, indeed, as you, as you know, we, we didn't know that day, um, who was behind the, uh, who was behind the attack. I, I do remember, I do remember the feeling and beyond, of course, the tremendous grief at uh, at uh, the lives that we knew um, had been lost. Although I, I, I you know, I, I recall on that uh, on that day there was still, um, you know, some feeling that it might be possible to uh, to recover some people. But it, it became very clear uh, that that was not going to be the case. But I remember this uh, uh, very. Uh, 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 strong feeling that, uh, you know, one of the worst aspects of that day was the, the feeling that uh, if they can do this once, they can do it again. And the feeling that uh, what else, what else is going to happen? Yeah, we before before that day, before the, the tragedy, before the, the loss of life caused by such a, a insane act um to 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 fly those planes into those buildings um we we perhaps didn't conceive of it and then afterwards it became our worst fear that it would happen again and again um and and the response on every level was 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 along those lines uh indeed and uh, i think we can uh you know, with the benefit of historical hindsight, um, we can uh, recognize that the uh, that the fact that an attack of that scale um, has not been was not repeated in the United States is, in some uh, some respects, many important respects, uh, a uh, tribute to the uh, to the effectiveness of the uh, U.S. and the international. Um, response uh, to uh, to those uh, to those attacks. Obviously, terrorism um, has uh, been a, in various uh, of its uh, of its incarnations has uh, um, been with us um, uh, ever uh, in a, in a particularly difficult uh, way ever since. And obviously, that day has had a profound impact on the evolution of. Uh, of uh, not only our daily lives and how we move and travel, um, but on the evolution of uh, of U.S. Uh, of U.S. foreign policy since that day. Yeah, and and terrorism essentially there was a mobiliz- mobilization on both domestic and 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 foreign on the part of the U.S. and and its allies um, with regards to ensuring that first of all the perpetrators were brought to justice, which. You know, it was a has been a long term um, battle, but also to ensure that um, the message was clear that this would not 
be tolerated. It would not be allowed to happen again. And then if, if we, we sort of the wider foreign policy aspects, we had the invasion of Afghanistan, which is feeling very prescient. Um, this year, of course, with the withdrawal of foreign troops in August and and the scenes at Kabul airport, um, but also subsequently there was the invasion of Iraq as well in 2003, which had a, a huge impact on my life. Um, but you know, as as a as a an official working outside of the U.S., I mean, the, the these big um, consequences would have would have had a, a, a real sort of impact on 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 your life too, I imagine. Sure, um, uh, Mustafa. Uh, first of all, um, you know, for many uh, of my uh, of my colleagues, 9/11 was a call to public service, and there are many uh, many people in the uh, senior ranks of the uh, of the State Department and of our other foreign affairs agencies today, um, who and of course in our military, um, who uh, uh, who entered public service. Um, out of a out of a desire to uh, to protect uh, to protect our people and our and our country, and uh, uh, and and of course many many um, of uh, of us have served um, in uh, this part of the world. Uh, subsequently, some of our largest embassies are are in this part of the world now, and uh, that's uh, you know quite frankly one of the uh, one of the reasons that for many people. Um, in the U.S. military and for, for many people in our diplomatic service, um, the events in Afghanistan in, uh, in recent weeks have been on a personal level um, so, uh, so difficult to see. And you yourself, Sean, you, you've, you've served in, in, in Mexico and Latin America, but a lot of your career has been in this region, um, for example, now in the UAE, but but in other countries as well. Do you think you would have served in as many positions in this region? Um, I understand it's it's difficult to answer, but I mean, what's your sense that would you have spent as much time working here um, had it not been for 9-11? You know, Mustafa, that 9-11 certainly had a defining impact on uh, on my career. Um, I was very much a uh, specialist in Latin America, and uh, I, uh, I have, uh, post 9-11, I have uh, had several assignments in Latin America, but I've also had a series of assignments that I'm, I'm sure I never would have had, um, had that not uh, occurred. Um, in the immediate aftermath of, uh, of 9-11, um, I was... Uh, I was uh, recruited to uh, go to uh, Kuwait um, to be chief of the uh, consular section uh, there, and uh, there I was. Uh, I was in Kuwait uh, for the year leading up to uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom, and to the year after uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom, um, I uh, I went to uh, to southern Iraq to Um Qasr. Um, in the uh, in the the weeks immediately after uh, the uh, the invasion and the suspension of hostilities to to attend to some uh, to some consular matters and uh, since uh, I've been in this uh, in this region now uh, uh, consecutively since uh, 2014 in Egypt and Saudi Arabia and uh, now the UAE so for so as uh, for many like many of my uh, of my colleagues that uh, 
uh, 9-11 had a, uh, had a decisive um, impact both professionally and uh, personally on the uh, course of our lives in the past 20 years. Um, 20 years, 20 year anniversary since 9-11, that period, two decades is almost you know, arbitrary as to where we go from here. But it does feel as if a cycle is drawing to a close um, especially with regards to uh, the depth of U.S. military involvement in the Middle East. However, going forward, there will continue to be a priority on the, t- the threat of terrorism, um, and the U.S. will work with its allies in the region, including the UAE, to, to mitigate these risks. However, for you, you know, as an official, as somebody working in the region personally, this new period, this if it is a new period, you know, how how do you see that? that looking for you? Yes, uh, Mustafa, I think uh, uh, to start, I'll make the, uh, I'll make the observation that uh, when, uh, when one is uh, inside the, the arc of history, it's uh, difficult to see um, which way it is uh, going. Um, it is uh, also worth from a historical p- perspective, observing that uh, the Middle East has always been, um, at least uh, for the past uh, 75 years or so, has always been um, a- an important uh, um, economic uh, issue, uh, an, an important economic part of the world for the United States, for our energy uh, supply. It's also been uh, an important uh, uh, consideration in our conception of national security. And uh, I've been in this business uh, long enough um, to have uh, gone through various periods where we've discussed a pivot here or a pivot there. And uh, the reality is that uh, in one form or another, um, uh, as a, a nation, um, we, got, we get uh, uh, again uh, drawn in to, uh, to uh, events in this, in this region for a variety of, of reasons. So I think it's, uh, uh, it's uh, always going to be um, an important uh, region for the United States. Um, we are, uh, are going to remain committed to the, uh, we remain committed to the uh, security of our uh, partners and allies in this part of the world. Um, we uh, continue to have uh, uh, well, well uh, before um, the uh, what has happened in Afghanistan in the past few weeks. Um, we have uh, a variety of extremely high-profile issues that we work on in this uh, part of the world, and that we will continue uh, to work, work on in this part of the world. And, and terrorism is uh, is only one of them. Um, I'll also. Uh, say that uh, you know on a personal level i think we all uh, in the diplomatic service um, we recognize that our fundamental uh, our fundamental responsibility is to protect our national security um, to protect our homeland and to protect our people and um, in the uh, and i i remember the uh, the christmas after 9 11 uh, my mother gave me a uh, a paperweight, an etched uh, glass, a block paperweight uh, etched with an image of the Twin Towers. 
and I've had that uh, I've ha- had that on my desk um, at work every day um, since that time, and I, I certainly will until uh, um, until uh, the end of my career, whenever that might be. And it's a, a tangible t- reminder to me every day about what my fundamental responsibilities are. Sean Murphy, Charged Affairs at the U.S. Embassy in Abu Dhabi. Thanks so much for talking to me today. Mustafa, thanks very much for this opportunity to be with you and to uh, interact with you and, and your uh, and your audience. Thank you very much. If you've enjoyed this show or any of the Nationals podcasts, please do subscribe at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your audio content. Thanks very much.